Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick. All right, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for the Viking Age. Before we get started today, make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at the Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash the Viking Age. All right, on today's show, we've got Trevor Squire. Trevor covers the Vikings for heavy.com, and he's been on the show multiple times in the past. So welcome back to the podcast, Trevor. Yeah, good to be back. Thanks for having me, Adam. No problem. Okay, so some stuff went on today. What we're recording this on Thursday. We'll talk about that in a minute. First, I want to get something else that happened earlier this week. So we'll just get right into it. The Vikings made the decision to release cornerback Jeff Gladney on Tuesday, uh, a few hours after he was indicted by a Dallas County grand jury on a charge of felony domestic assault. Uh, Gladney was picked in the first round by the Vikings in the 2020 NFL draft. And after just one year, he is gone. Uh, so Trevor, just do you think the Vikings made the right decision to release Gladney? Yeah, I think, um, you know, they, they, they played it safe by just kind of letting all the details Mm -hmm. unfold. But, um, with him being indicted, a grand jury basically deemed that, you know, these, these charges warrant a trial and, with also uh, his girlfriend opening up a civil complaint, a civil right. lawsuit against right. him, you know, I think all things are leaning towards this not turning out well for him. Right. And yeah, the Vikings just say they, they had to cut ties before things got worse. Yeah, I think, um, I think, yeah, we, we hear the Vikings maybe played it safe, but I think what they were doing was they were waiting for him to get a charge so that they could have the possibility of avoiding his contract and getting some of that money back, like the bonus money or whatever back, because I think without a charge, I don't know if they would have been able to do that, but now that he's been, you know, formally charged, they can be like, we can void your contract and it won't cost us any money to, to let you go. Uh, cause obviously it didn't take them very long afterwards after he was charged to, to get rid of him. I too, I do think as well that it was the right decision. Um, you know, people are like innocent until proven guilty. And I'm like, that's great. Um, if you read the details of the, of the, you know, the police report or whatever, the civil lawsuit doesn't, doesn't really look good. Uh, especially the civil lawsuit where it says that he, you know, just recently went to like the alleged victim's, uh, house or whatever and, and tried to delete text messages and, and bribe her with, with jewelry and stuff. And it's just like, it's not, not a good look. Um, and you know, Innocent until proven guilty for him. You know, if if it's not the stuff about him is not true, then hopefully it, it comes out that it wasn't. But if it is, then he deserves you know whatever punishment that he gets. But right now, he's not a member of the Vikings, and it's unfortunate. But do the Vikings deserve any of the blame for this? Obviously, not for the alleged assault, but maybe for potentially not doing enough research and maybe Gladney's past to find out if he was capable of committing some of the alleged acts that he was that he's currently being accused of. I mean, 
how much of this can we really like trace back? Yeah. I imagine whatever whatever background and, and vetting they did, they couldn't they couldn't find much on him. You know, these as as a you know as veteran and and acquired to the spotlight as a lot of these guys are, they're still so young in their in their lives yeah. and in their careers that you know when these things kind of happen, it usually tends to kind of be a first encounter. You know, like there's kind of other cases like Dalvin and. Yep and guys in college and and they seem to straighten themselves out before they hit the league when they understand what's at stake for a lot of these guys yeah you know it's like this is their first time with all these pressures so you know the vikings clearly have a trend of of these these picks sometimes not working out Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate but i think that they did the best possible vetting they they could have in this scenario yeah i don't think there was anything obviously they couldn't have predicted him him doing this um, I did read some stuff that, you know, there was maybe some, some issues when he was at TCU. I think he was maybe suspended by the team. I know he got in some arguments with the coach. Um, and, you know, maybe there's some failed drug tests in there as well. But, you know, at the same time, it's like you, you can't predict him doing something, especially this, you know, what he's accused of is just disgusting and ridiculous. You can't, like, unless they have a history of doing this, um, I mean, you look at someone like Joe Mixon, who was caught on video, you know, sucker punching a woman in the face, and he still got drafted. So, you know, teams are still going to take chances on guys, even if they do find something that, you know, is questionable about their background or something they did in the past. So um, he's gone. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if, if you know, whatever happens, if he doesn't get a severe punishment, that someone picks him up, because that's just how the NFL is. If you're good enough they're still gonna they're gonna give you another chance um so we'll see where that goes obviously we can't go back in time but here were some other players that were left on the board when the vikings decided to draft gladney in 2020 which includes people don't like to talk about this guy but antoine winfield jr <laughs> chase, be your first pick. <laughs> yeah, chase claypool jalen hurts trayvon diggs jeremy chin uh looking back on it is there a guy you would have liked to see the Vikings draft with that second pick um, instead of Gladney and that, that second pick in the first round? I, mean, I think the the homer in me, yeah, Antoine Winfield, yeah. 100%. You know, safety's not the most valuable position out there. Um, but, you know, also to a degree, us loading up on cornerbacks last year is because we had none. Mm-hmm. And now we have them a plenty. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's not a huge loss anymore. Um, you know, Maybe an offensive lineman. That would have been great. Yeah. Um, I, w- I would have been maybe interested in uh, Jeremy Chin because he he's kind of like a hybrid linebacker safety sort of thing. And I would have loved to see, you know, what Zimmer could do with him in his defense. And he had well, he had two touchdowns against the Vikings last year uh, right, when, they, yeah. when they played the Panthers. Um, so I would have been interested in that. And, yeah, Winfield, he, even if they drafted him, they didn't need him to play safety at first because he could he played some nickel or whatever at at Minnesota. He could have done that because mm-hmm. um, they needed some nickel help last year. So it is what it is. Uh, you know, maybe one maybe one day Winfield will will play for the Vikings. But right now he's uh, he's one year in. He's already got a ring, so I don't think he's 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 too sad about where he landed. Um, all right, moving on to the topic that everyone loves to talk about, which is COVID nineteen. Um, so we've got to talk about it because, first off, the Vikings currently have the lowest vaccination rate in the NFL. 
according to a recent report from the Washington Post, with only 64.5% of their players fully uh, vaccinated. And then today, Kirk Cousins returned from being on the team's reserve COVID list. Uh, he went on there because he was a, a close, high-risk close contact. Uh, we found out he's unvaccinated. Um, and he just had a, a ridiculous press conference uh, where he blamed him being out or being deemed a close contact because the, the quarterback's meeting room was too small. Uh, now they're in a bigger room, so it shouldn't happen again. You know, this is some of the stuff he said today. He said he told Mike Zimmer on the phone, we can meet inside, we can meet outside. You know, if, if it means meeting outside under a goalpost in January, if that's what it takes to get to the playoffs and be in playoff games and win playoff games, then that's where we're going to meet. And then, you know, and then he went on to say uh, the most memorable thing that's probably going to come out of this, which is I'm going to be vigilant about avoiding close contact. I've even thought about should I just set up literally plexiglass around where I sit so that this could never happen again. I've thought about it because I'm going to do whatever it takes. And we mentioned whatever it takes. And he was asked about, you know, if his opinion on getting vaccinated has changed. And he said, uh, what, oh, it's a, it's a private health matter and he's going to, you know, keep it, keep that to himself. So, um, he's willing to do whatever it takes, but maybe not at the same time. Uh, <laughs> what, what were your, some of your takeaways from, what Kirk Cousins had to say. I'm not sure. Did you, did, were you able to catch uh, any of uh, what he said? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot loaded in there of <laughs> things that he said, things that he didn't say mm -hmm. and what that implies, which, you mm -hmm. know, obviously him subscribing to protocols. Oh yeah. He mentioned that says, oh, a few like, times. I'm going to continue to not be vaccinated, like to, to take my personal health into account and, He's going to play the season out unvaccinated and mm -hmm. adhere to protocols to his best ability. Mm -hmm. What I don't know what that looks like in 2021 with a new variant. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, on top of that, I know Mike Zimmer on KFAN on Tuesday told Dan Barrero that uh, Kirk doesn't believe in right. protocols. Right. So then his, his Thursday press conference, he, you know, starts kind of just spouting off like, you know, he was kind of snapping work. at people too, like yeah, yeah. He like, got a little, he got a little short with people for sure. Because yeah. um, yeah, like I think um, he had a a question. Uh, I think Courtney Cronin asked him, like, you know, what what would happen if this happened again? Do you, would you look at it like as a competitive advantage? Like if something like what happened last week happened, and he was like, "Well, we've moved meeting rooms, so I don't think it's going to happen again." And I'm just like, "That's that's not what she was asking. She doesn't. <laughs> she's not. She knows that." Moving meeting rooms isn't going to, you know, change stuff that much. But, yeah, I just, you know. His locus of control here is he, you know, he thinks that he can yeah. absolutely, like, isolate himself if he wants to walk around TCO Performance Center in a bubble. More power to That's him. That's what he says. Plexiglass. Yeah. But, um, you know, like, what's the likelihood of 100% following NFL protocols? Granted, like. If there are some moments where he kind of breaks breaks it, but there is no, uh, you know, there's no exposure, right. that's perfectly fine. Like we're all good. But um, yeah, you know, it's he, it's a risk that he's running. He's yeah. essentially saying, I'm I'm willing to risk missing games this season for my personal health. He'll still get paid the same too. Um, and he's a quarterback, so he touches the ball like what 70, 80 times a game. <laughs> um, so he's always 
around wherever the ball is, and he's playing in a game where there's, what, uh, 20 other people on the field at the same time. So if one of them has has COVID and he's deemed a close contact, then he's gone for at least five days. Um, And, you know, he said he's going to follow the protocols vigilantly and whatever they worked last year and and whatever he said but like this this debate i think it's much different as far as getting vaccinated and not vaccinated i don't care if people get vaccinated or they don't it's their choice whatever your adult make an adult make your own choice but it's different when it gets the nfl because they made the nfl's made it so it's a competitive advantage to get vaccinated and i think that's what people keep asking him like you know, why won't you just do it because you run that risk of missing games and he goes back to like, well, if I test positive and I'm vaccinated, then I can miss a game too. It's like, yes, but you can also miss a game by not testing positive if you're unvaccinated. And that's a huge competitive advantage. uh, It's more so with protocols, you're not necessarily dodging the virus. You're dodging the risk of close contact, which is what he's... Um, you know, what he's kind of uh, pushing his back on right now. Yeah, um, which is why Jake Will, Browning didn't have to miss practice because he's vaccinated, even though he was in the same position that, that Cousins was and he was allowed to to play. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. My favorite part of the press conference was he was asked the easiest way that would uh, that would be to get vaccinated, right? Like the easiest yes. way to avoid yes. this. Yes. He answers correct. Yes. But it's still a personal health decision. Or when he was asked, you know, about... So let's, how he said he did his own research, and then I think it was Arif uh, Hassan who asked, you know, have you met with Dr. Alan Sills from the NFL? And he's like, oh, no, I haven't met with him. And it's like, um, but... They can't, well, they had, that, yeah, the NFL had a, had a doctor come in and... and he met with the Vikings. Them. Yeah, he met with the Vikings. But, uh, you know, Kirk's like, I haven't talked to them. So, you know, I haven't talked directly to them. Who knows where his head was while they had this, you know, potentially hour-long, multiple-hour-long you know, seminar on, on, you know, the decision to be vaccinated yeah. or not, everything about the virus, both context, transmission rates and all that. Who knows where his head was? And at the same time, I, Kirk, Kirk Cousins has, is at the center of this because he was just on the COVID list, but he's not the only one who, who isn't vaccinated on the Vikings. Nope. We, we know Adam Thielen isn't. Uh, he was just seen on the field today with a mask on. So you have to Eric wear that if Kendricks you're... Kendricks has spoke publicly. He said Kendricks that is vaccinated. Yes. Yep. He said he is. He said he is vaccinated. Okay. Um, yeah. He. I remember him. Yeah. He did say it because he said he, you know he was. I think his grandfather passed away from COVID, so that might have had a yeah, an impact on right. him. Um. And then we know Harrison Smith probably he he said last the last time he was asked that he isn't vaccinated, and Sheldon Richardson I believe isn't as well. But at the same time, only sixty four point five percent are fully vaccinated, and that's the lowest in the NFL. Well, didn't that uh so. That report from the Washington Post found that 90% of players had at least one dose. Right. And it's like 90% think, across the NFL. And yeah. the Vikings are at 70, you know, I think, for that. Yeah. yeah oh, so, of, of the one dose. Yep. Yeah, the Vikings are at 70. It could could change. Who knows when, oh, yeah. when they got that data? Because I believe the, the Washington football team, they went from like 60 to 85 in one week because, you know, their coach has cancer. True. It, 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 um, is in, yeah, it is in flux, but it's like, you know, you see 70 compared to 90%. It's like yeah. the Vikings are a, a big chunk of that missing 10% of the, of the entire league. But when you, when you saw the report of like the Vikings having the lowest vaccination rate in the NFL, like 
how did you feel about the Vikings upcoming coming season? Did it change your opinion on maybe how they could perform? Uh, I mean, not, not, not a ton just because yeah. I imagine, you know, there's a lot of bodies in the building, uh, yeah. <laughs> the whole, uh, um, next man up mentality. But, you yeah. know, when I, when I started to kind of take inventory of some of the leaders on the team who mm-hmm. I know are unvaccinated, the, and you know, that's, that's going to be the message next man up. And it's not, a it's not going to be as peachy as, as right. we might think of, of someone getting a chance. It's going to look a lot like the 2020 defense, for instance, if someone oh. goes missing on that side of the ball. Oh, no. I think that's why they loaded up to so much on uh, veterans because they're like, if we, if we're, if we're missing guys, we got to have guys with experience. We can't have, you know, the same thing happen that happened last year because that was just mm-hmm. a disaster. There's also been reports that some Vikings players would quit the team if they were forced to take the vaccination. Now, the NFL is not forcing anyone to take it. Uh, I believe the NFL PA said, like, we're never going to let that happen or whatever. Uh, but what's your opinion on something like that? Are you someone who would be like, you know, bye, see you later. If you, if you want to quit, get out of here. Would you want the team to make sure, you know, they have the most talented team possible, regardless of the vaccination status? Uh, again, and it it sucks when you think of it on, like, a personal basis because it should just be the subject. Case thing. by case, yeah. Yeah, but... um. But yeah, you know, uh, it depends on the weight that a guy might have on a team. It's yeah, kind I, of a. I I don't know. After I don't like after Kirk Cousins his press conference today. Like I came away, I'm like, like I I don't I I don't really want to root for this guy anymore because he same came off like a a know it all. Like we got this figured out. I'm gonna you know beat this invisible virus that I can't see. Um, and I'm just like, why don't they just Let's just roll with Browning. We know we know that he's vaccinated. Whatever, he, if he gets test positive, he can miss some some time as well. But his risk is a lot lower than Cousins. And I'm just like at that point where I'm just like I'm I'm done done with this this dude. Like let's let's get guys who we know don't have such a, a high risk. And I look at other teams that have like 95 or 90 percent, and I just envy them because they don't have to deal with. I feel like it's an people are getting annoyed with this subject because we have to talk about it all the time because it has to do with the Vikings and we can't talk about training camp like training camps going on Mm -hmm. right now and we can't talk about it because they have the lowest you know vaccination rate so everyone wants to know who's vaccinated and who's not and and people are getting annoyed but the most important player is at the center of this yeah like it's it's I understand that people are like why can't we talk about something else and it's like because this affects how they're going to perform next season. Like they loaded up, they got all these great guys, but you know, Kirk Cousins has to miss time. Harrison Smith has to miss time. Adam Thielen, you know, whatever that's going to affect, you know, how the Vikings perform next year. And they missed the playoffs by like one game last year. That, Mm -hmm. that makes a difference in the NFL. One game makes a difference. It could be between them going to the playoffs or a lot of guys getting fired next year so that's why i think mike zimmer is so you know adamant at his players getting vaccinated as well because he knows his butt's on the line this season if they don't perform well enough he could be gone and he's not gonna let somebody you know who who can make solve this problem very easily get in the way of him you know staying with the vikings for another year and and it's just I think I'm just at the point where I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm done with this too, but it's annoying because we still have to talk about it because guys, they, I, it feels like they don't care. I don't know. Can I, uh, 
ask you oh boy. a pretty hot ticket question. Oh boy. Um, I, I saw someone on Twitter actually float this idea out there. Cause you know, there's, there's definitely pressure on Mike Zimmer. Some have called him like to be in like, you know, the hottest seat in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think profile, uh, pro, pro football network wrote that. Um, does he face the same scrutiny if the team struggles with, with COVID and the yeah, COVID reserve list this year? Does he get another chance? I feel like he might. Um, it depends probably who misses games. You got to, mm-hmm. because, you know, we've been talking about case by case basis. If it's Cousins missing games, then, yeah, probably he gets another shot. But if it's somebody like, you know, DJ Wanham or Ezra Cleveland or something, I, I'm not saying these guys are unvaccinated or vaccinated or not, but like if it's those guys, then it's like, you know, all right, you had most of your team. You should have been able to get it done. But if it's someone, someone like Cousins or even, you know, let's say let's say their kicker is lost for a game or two. That <laughs> the Vikings don't need help with kicking problems, but yeah. that would be that would be a problem. Um, let's say it's Dalvin Cook. Let's say you know he misses. We we know how much different they are with him out on the field. Justin Jefferson, guys like that. So I think yeah. Once again, it's a case by case basis, and they I think his three year extension does begin this year. So I think as much as people are like, you know, he's on the hot seat, he's still, I don't know if the Vikings ownership wants to pay him for another two years with him not being on the staff. I think things would have to go probably pretty drastically wrong in order for him to get fired. Is there mm-hmm. pressure on him? Yeah. But is there, is his job on the line maybe as some might be making it out to be? I, I, I don't know about that. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think... um you know, and we were starting to kind of see this this rift between Cousins and Zimmer. Yeah. Um, just based upon uh, you know, the decision to be vaccinated or not. It's they seem to like, you know, publicly they're on good terms, but you know, the the issue is kind of gonna remain there. It's gonna be an elephant in the room. And if it becomes a moment of like I told you so mm-hmm. type of deal, um, you know, yeah. it might blow up pretty bad, but cousins cousins is on a is on you know guaranteed salary for the next two seasons, and mm-hmm. Zimmer's there for for three. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Well, publicly, Diggs was yeah, all good with everyone too, but uh, we all knew that yeah. wasn't wasn't the case <laughs> behind yeah, closed exactly. doors. So, you know, I um, think um, oh, you know, I think Zimmer Zimmer might have more longevity in Minnesota than than Cousin does at the moment. Yeah, I, I think so. I think with everything going on right now, I think. I would say Zimmer's approval rating is probably higher than, than Kirk yeah. Cousins, especially after today. You know, there are people that support Kirk Cousins and, and what he's he's doing, but I think there's probably a, a greater amount that are supporting what, what Mike Zimmer is doing, wanting, you know, his team. I think he's even mentioned just people in general, just, you know, to consider getting this shot because it, it could help you, you know, avoid getting some serious, uh, you know, side effects of if you get the virus. Um so, last thing on that, with everything that's you know gone on the last week, judging from some of the things Zimmer said, do you think there's any way that that Kirk Cousins is is still the Vikings quarterback in 2022? That is that's a that's interesting. I haven't given that much consideration, given mm-hmm. I'm too worried about the 2021 season right yeah. now. But um, yeah, you know, I think they are very much invested in him mm-hmm. and they're going to try and make this work i imagine but depending on how 2021 plays out uh the only way out of a lot of his guarantees is to trade him mm-hmm. 
So if they can find a, a suitable a suitor for that, San Francisco be, has Trey Lance now, yeah. so I don't think they're in the market. Be somebody. But, the Eagles traded Carson yeah. Wentz, so you know mm-hmm. there's al- there's always somebody. We and always like hundred now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We can all or we're I think we always fall back. Like, Who's going to trade for Kirk Cousins? Some somebody. Well, like look, let's think of like what if the Steelers. Uh, what if Ben Roethlisberger retires and Steelers yep. need a quarterback? They're going to look at someone like Kirk Cousins, who's a veteran and just can go in there and whatever, get things done. And they'll be like, yeah, sure, we'll take him. So, like, they'll they'll have trade opportunities, I feel like, if they're looking for him because, what, his cap hit in 2022 is like $45 million And yep. that's either that's either a, a circumstance where you trade him or you extend him. And right now, I, I don't think uh, extension is what they're they're leaning towards. But who knows what could happen during the season? Things can change. Um, uh, so we'll we'll be done talking. We'll, we'll be done talking with that about that yeah. for now. For now, because you know, of course, something something else will probably happen in the future. But believe it or not, we mentioned the Vikings are in the middle of training camp. Uh, hard to believe, because you know, other stuff going on. So far, there have been several pleasant surprises, including KJ Osborne, uh, oh. Ali Udo, Jake Browning. Uh, and Irv Smith Jr. is having himself a, a very good camp. So speaking of Smith, just about everyone is predicting him to have a breakout season this year. But are there reasons to believe maybe Smith might actually not be able to meet his expectations in 2021? Uh, I'm I'm kind of more on that side of it. I, I think Irv Smith Jr. is extremely talented. But if we're going to try and compare him to... Prime Kyle Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, they're kind of like they're very different mm-hmm. uh, types of receivers. Rudolph's tall, has mm-hmm. giant hands. Mm-hmm. Smith is just a little more nimble, and yeah. you know he's he can he can run routes for sure. I think he's mm-hmm. going to be a great tool in like moving the chains. But you got to think about Kyle Rudolph and um, you know in his prime, the Vikings offense looked a lot different. We yeah. have so many weapons. Big red zone target. I think. There's just a lot of guys who take priority over, over uh, Irv Smith Jr. in the offense. Yeah, for sure. I think, and you know, if if KJ Osborne is keeps playing the way he is in camp and rises to, I think where the Vikings maybe see him, he he could become the third receiver uh, this year. You know, people are saying D.D. Westbrook is probably going to get that, but KJ Osborne's getting some opportunities in in camp as well, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was able to get that. Um, so yeah, I think I we hear like Irv Smith Jr. is going to have this breakout season and everything, and I feel like this happened last year actually, um, when people thought that was going to be the case and kind of fell short. I think he had around like thirty something catches, but at the same time, you mentioned like target wise, like there's going to be a lot, and I agree with that because they have Justin Jefferson, they have Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook's going to get probably what twenty five to thirty touches a game, mm-hmm. um, and Kirk Cousins likes to spread the ball around. Uh, to pretty much everybody, you know, as CJ Ham. Um, so you know, will will Irv Smith have a, a like a prominent role? Yeah, I think so because the Vikings like to run a lot of two tight end sets. But I don't think he's gonna have like a Travis Kelsey, Craig, or George Kittle type of year where he's like the main focal point. If someone goes down, maybe like maybe if Thielen or Jefferson goes down, maybe. But with the roster fully healthy, no, I don't. I don't think he's gonna have this giant breakout year that people are. Uh, kind of expecting i guess but on that note who do you think will have more touchdowns in 2021 irv smith jr or adam thielen um i gotta give it to adam thielen yeah. i mean 
we saw what he could do last year when, you know, mm-hmm. he kind of took on that red zone role from from Kyle Rudolph. So randomly. Um, and I, I guess I don't see that changing. Yeah, it was it was strange. <laughs> it was Justin Jefferson was was getting all the yards and mm-hmm. Adam Thielen just, you know, tearing it up. I mean, a lot of amazing catches he made. Like he that did. one against, I think it was the Bears and he, the one he did hand. like the one-handed flip. Yeah, he flipped it, yeah. Like absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's a he's a very very good player. It's been fun to watch Adam Thielen. You know, go from what special teams to Diggs's sidekick to the main guy, and now he's you know along with Jefferson for the ride. So he's mm-hmm. got some. He's fun to watch. Hopefully, he was able to to keep it up uh, in 2021. But all right, uh, that's all I got for you today, Trevor. Where can people follow you on Twitter? Uh, yeah, you can follow me at Trevor D Squire uh, on Twitter. Um, also check out heavy on Vikings at Facebook. We also have a Twitter account, uh, heavy on Vikings. And, um, also we just launched a newsletter service. So if you're not on social media as much, if you're kind of trying to stay away from all this, uh, really fun news we've had, uh, this past week, um, you can sign up for our newsletter, uh, either on Facebook or on any of the articles you see on heavy.com. Everyone loves, everyone's so nice on social media. I don't know why everyone (laughs) wants to stay away. Um, speaking of that, go follow the Vikings on Twitter and or not the Vikings, go follow the Viking age on Twitter and Facebook. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast on the Apple podcast app, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts until next time. We will talk to you later. Yeah.